Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pedro and Hannibal podcast on a special Tuesday evening. Um, a lot of things going on right now in terms of really busy trying to get certain things done. So my good friend and partner in crime, Pedro, has been very flexible with me. I would like to thank him right now, right off the bat, and ask him, how is he doing on this fine Tuesday evening? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> you were someone with the sexy voice in the beginning, which is which is. Let's funny. go, ladies! How many ladies we got out there tonight? Let's go! Let's go! Hit that like button, baby! But you know what? There we have a few. I'm surprised because from the last uh, live we did, it was actually a few yeah. that actually enjoyed the content, and so it's great that you know everyone is here. We appreciate. We already have a few people already in. I see uh, PPP. I know I'm with him. I know he checks out your channel. Um, we're going to get right into it. There's a lot yeah. to talk about, but actually, no, we're not going to get into it. I want to know what you're listening to first. We always, I always ask you, um, what are you listening to? What you're bumping in the trunk? So I, don't know. I took your recommendation on a Joey Badass. The, oh, um, yes. that, yeah. And I had forgotten about him. So I had listened to him before. I forgot, you know, what I loved about it right off the jump. So this was, what is today? So I think it was Saturday or Sunday when I was listening to it. P. Diddy's in there. I'm like, Puff Daddy, what? Puff yeah, Daddy. You know, he yeah. coming in, he's talking. I'm like, this is like, this bringing nostalgia back Roll for me, back. right? Because yes. that's what Puff Daddy does best. He comes yeah. in with those little can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, P. Diddy. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, yes, I want some more of that. Yeah. And then, you know, Joey Badass, is, is 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 he's got a little skit in there. And I don't know if you caught it. He's showing he's showing some love to my, my big homie, Big Pun. Yeah, he has a, yeah, you know, and, and I'm like, I don't oh, know man. you, man. I don't know you, man. Like, <laughs> and, I, and it, it brought me right back to that video that was made from that song right after Bump Pun died. And a part of that video, that's J-Lo that says that. That's yeah. J-Lo that, that mimics that. And I'm like, all right, Joey Badass, I see what you're doing. I like it. I like it. It's very, it's hip hop. It's, it's East Coast, you know, and uh, it's a good album, man. I listened to the whole thing. And uh, so that's what I was listening to the last, uh, I guess four days or so. So yeah. you know what? I appreciate you because that's exactly what I was going to talk about. Like that was the album that I listened to the last couple of days, and it mm-hmm. kind of popped. I, I've heard. I, I think I checked it out somewhere on social media that uh, he released the album. I was like, oh, let me check him out because, like I said, yeah. like you said, he don't he don't make albums yearly like everybody else does. Uh, I think it's been five years actually since his last album, and yeah, I've had the same vibes, the nostalgic, you yeah. know, kind of bringing it back to you know twenty years ago, basically. I mean, it's funny the album is called Two Thousand, yeah, and you know, he's a very, I mean, in terms of his skills, he's versatile. He can tell a story, he can you know talk, you know, boast like everybody else. Yeah, um, the versatility is strong, and yeah, he bring the beats. Everything felt very throwback. It was like a throwback mm. album. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's yeah. one of my favorite albums of the year. It's just not necessarily like one song that is big, big separate from the other songs, but it's just a continuum of like a really good, well-crafted. Yeah. You can tell he put time in this, and you can tell that he's he's a young man, which is interesting. Even Nas, he had a little uh, cameo, maybe call it cameo, but even he jumped in yeah. um, praising him. Like the, every, there's a lot of people and that really really understand it he has skills he just no, yeah. me, he doesn't put the same amount of i guess music out there but yeah definitely enjoyed that album a lot yeah good um, recommendation man it was good oh yeah and then another one i was listening to um do you know big crit is i feel like i've heard the name but i i have not heard any of that music not that i'm aware of sometimes i hear something i'm like who is that and i don't know but I, i'm there's not, a there's, yeah. there's probably a song you know from him 
uh, country shit. You know that one? Mm, I don't think so. Mm. I'm a, uh, you know what? That's just your homework. You're going to check okay, out. The, got he got is one of the best rappers out of Mississippi. And Mississippi rappers don't get a lot of lot of shine, obviously, because it's not you're not in the big you know you're not in the West Coast or you're in the East Coast or Midwest or down South. Like, but but in terms of like Mississippi, um, a very talented rapper. He does a little bit of singing. You do a little the rap skills is on next level. He's like one of those guys. You're like, why is he not more famous than he is? It's not all David Banner. You know, David. David that's Banner. just gonna say David Banner's a Mississippi. Am I crooked letter? Crooked letter. I hump Yeah, that's, yeah. That's him. Which yeah. is the it's, it's funny you said that. That's the only way I know how to spell Mississippi. If it <laughs> that's the only way that, anybody knows how. I would not know, like. You could tell when you want to learn something, make it to a song because I can spell Mississippi because of David Banner saying that. Like I used to play um, Def Jam Fight for New York, and you could you know you the rappers are basically characters you you pick to fight. And every time I would pick David Banner, his that's his victory speech. And uh, Crooked Lake, like he just every time he wins and does his victory speech, that's it. I'm like, oh, that's how you spell Mississippi. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, Big Crit, uh, K I R T, uh, big, very K-I-R-T. talented rabbit. There's a few, there's a lot of tracks. Um, I couldn't even say tell you he still makes a lot of music. Very talented dude. So those are my two uh, that I was been listening to. Okay. Um, all right, so. We want to talk, you want to talk about another up and coming rapper, uh, athlete slash rapper that's coming up in the game that was uh, able. Let me to see. Get- let me see. <laughs> let me see. Go ahead. Go ahead. Who? What is he able to do? He was, the ability of a man did mm. not necessarily have a ma- major album out or a major single to have a set in Rolling Loud. Now, in case you guys don't know what Rolling Loud is, it's one of the biggest music festivals of the year. Biggest. Yeah, it was a big. Probably got to spend three hundred dollars for tickets for I think for a weekend, but it's probably even more. So it's a lot of people, a lot of money, big acts. They had, uh, I think they had Kanye, but I think he stepped out. Yeah, but, Kid Cudi took his spot. Kid Cudi, Kid, yeah, yeah, he had. Yeah, and then he got water bottles thrown at him, and he's like, "I'm getting out of here." I'm the worst. <laughs> he got mad. People yeah. are the worst, but people are biggest rap. The big biggest rap acts. In the country, you know, all the major stars. And this particular person was able to get a set. Um, Pedro, you brought this idea. You brought this story to me. Tell Don't me blame me. Oh, <laughs> you signed off on it. No. Uh, okay. So listen, listen, y'all. Listen. This is what Hannibal's getting to. Okay. Let me just let me just break the ice real quick. <sighs> Antonio Brown. The last time we saw him on a football field, he's chucking up the deuces, taking up all his clothes, and. I'm out of here because he didn't like the way the coaches were talking to him. And he said he had a bum ankle and he's like, I ain't doing this. Peace out. After Tom Brady basically said, come live with me in Tampa. I'll take care of you. Got a Super Bowl ring. And then he's ghosted his team in the middle of a game, which to me is uh, absolutely absurd. In my personal opinion, I don't, you know, don't know the conversations ever happened, but on that football field, but. He could have handled that better. He could have handled it better. But at the end of the day, now he's out there doing all these podcasts, going all over the place, wants to be a rapper. Now, he's rapped before. He's actually had songs out or whatever, maybe mixtape level, you know, not a CD that I'm aware of. But while he was like even in Pittsburgh, he would rap and I'm going to rap. I want to rap. And uh, now he's like, you know. Done with football, not done with football. He's at Rolling Loud. He's uh doing this. He's dressing kind of kind of wild in my he opinion. He looks Anyways, like a rapper. He looks like a rapper. He's got the chains. He's got like the. He looks like uh I don't know what he looks like. He looks like a. He looks a little wild. He looks crazy, but 
he's living that life. He's obviously got money, whatever. Um, but uh, he's doing his dance. Uh, he, I, I, I saw it and I was like, this is really cringy. And then I'm thinking either Antonio Brown has lost his mind. One too many hits on a football field, which is a serious thing. Happens to a lot of people. CTE, right, Hannibal? I think that's it's kind of it's a thing, right? It's a or thing. Um, or yeah. he is the smartest guy in the room. And he's like, all right, I'll just be a rapper now. I'm going to get attention. I'm going to be TikTok famous. I'm going to go viral. Uh, I don't know. But, man, I wish he would just put the cleats back on and play football because he's so good. I mean, he's one of the best route runners in the history of the National Football. Yeah, he's already he's already in Hall of – he's a Hall of Famer. Like, yeah. whenever he decides yeah. to retire, he's yeah. a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Big headache, extremely terrible. Like, just he's a big problem in the locker room. Yeah. Um and Mike Tomlin is one of the best greatest coaches ever and he couldn't he couldn't hold him he couldn't contain his nonsense for too long. Uh but yeah, one of the greatest receivers. I mean, it kind of it is messed up that he quit on the team. Obviously Bruce Aarons is probably a, was not the easiest coach to deal with. But him leaving put the Bucks in a bad spot and that's probably one reason well many reasons one reason why they probably didn't make it back to the Super Bowl but yeah um but you know he wants to rap and hey listen you want to try new things you know more power to you and let I have one minute of his performance it was a 9 minute set 9 minutes okay only a person of his ability to be he was such a great football right receiver still can probably play it was like, okay, you want to get a little set somewhere? We'll let you let you do whatever. To- <laughs> well, yeah, because they know it's going to garner attention. So regardless yeah. if he's good or not, like people are going to watch, maybe not even live, right? But they're going to watch. It's going to go on social media. So yeah. So let's let's play a little bit of it. It's about a minute, and uh, we'll give our critique on the you know a little bit of the performance. Let's do that right now. I gotta run it, styling. Hit on the gas, make it grind. Let's go, we're gonna get in our bag, free wide still. Shout out for you to be in our here today, making some noise for me. Make some noise if you're rocking with me today. Let's go. Let's go. Big up, food bear. They got rock, we got business, got red. Okay, you want me to go first? You're gonna go first. Um, well, I'll just say one thing he's a caricature of rap music, like, he is what people use as the stereotype of a rapper. He lives the life of a rapper. He's a multimillionaire. He hang probably hangs out with artists. He does the things. He's hanging out with women. He spends money. He's having, you know. But he is a cartoon character of what rap is, of what hip-hop is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. I think you just summed, <laughs> you took, you just summed it up. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. He looks like a rapper. He's, you know acting like a rapper, you know, uh, it's not my kind of, it's not the kind of rap I would listen to. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it is a thumbs down. 
Um, it could be worse. I've seen a lot more cringy, worse rap. I have on whatever different social media platforms, whatever, you know, you've, yeah. I've seen worse, but um, I don't know. He's not something ain't right, man. It's not something ain't right. He's been hit hard a few times. Okay, Something's exactly. not right. Destroyed his like I, that was I, one I, of the most violent hits I've ever seen. Of I've seen many sports, mixed martial arts, and and you know other like that hit was devastating. Um, one and people say one hit doesn't do it. First of all, many football players are getting hit every Sunday and not taking a break. Some of them are having headaches. They're having concussions and not having them treated and going right back out there because it's about the team. It's about yeah. winning. Um, I think in the future, you know, hopefully he's able to live a long life when they check his brain, just like a lot of other ones, uh, Aaron Hernandez, um, Junior Seau. Yeah, yeah. They're going to say your brain, because I think Aaron Hernandez, he had a brain of a 70-something-year-old. That's how much damage was on it. Like, your, I think his, did he make it to 30? I don't even know. Uh, um, good question. Right around that age, I think. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, he, And it could be just he wants to live that lifestyle. See, the difference between him and, like, Deion Sanders, yeah, Deion was a cringeworthy uh, rapper, too. But, man, when he played football, it was football. Yeah. Yeah, and Dion was having fun. Like I, I don't know. I guess Antonio Brown's having fun. It looks like he's having fun. It's just, I don't know, man. I just, I, it's probably for selfish reasons. You know, he's such a good football player. You want to see him. He's a competitor, and he's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when he plays, you know, I remember when he went to New England. Didn't have a minicamp with the team. Just went in, had a few practices. He went out there and balled out. Like the first game, he had a touchdown, a couple catches. Like he's he's a guy that can impact the football game immediately because of his route running and his uh, get fo- open. football IQ. Yeah. He can get open, and it's just like yeah, selfishly you want to see a guy do something that is really good. You don't want to see him on a stage like that. It's just it just he looks like a cartoon character, and it's not. You know, I think he's a little smarter than that. I think. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just we we have enough rappers that do that, so it's like you're not you're not offering any other value, right? But when you play football, not a lot of guys can do that. No, but at the end of the day, exactly. But at the end of the day, you could do what you want, make your money, whatever. But it's for me, it's a waste of a talent, and um, it just is. So, do you think he'll be ever he'll, he'll ever go back and play football again? I think I could see him playing football in a different league like that. Uh, there's a players, there's a, uh, what do you call it? Like a fans control league that Terrell Owens plays in. There's yeah. an XFL. I could see him doing something like that. Or you pay him, no, there's no <laughs> pay him. Yeah. He won't make yeah. what he'd make in the NFL, but even at the NFL, he's like a lower level contract for a veteran. There's like veteran minimums with a lot of incentives when he went to Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, do I think we'll play in the NFL? Absolutely not. I don't think most teams will touch him. The ten foot pole. So, uh, yeah, it, I mean, he he didn't look he didn't look he looked like he still work out. He didn't look you know he looked pretty. Yeah, he looks good. He looks good. Yeah. Um, it depends on it, it depends on how desperate teams are. But right now, it don't look they care. They, they like they don't want to deal with his nonsense. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Stranger things have happened. I think he possibly he'll come back to the team. He'll come back to NFL somehow. I don't know. Do, just, do you think he'll come back this year? No. 
Probably so you not. think he'll, I see if I think of anything, I mean, coming back, losing a whole year like that and getting a little bit older, a little bit slower. I don't know. Like he'd have to come back this year. You know somewhere. what? You know, here the longer you're not back, the longer you don't, the longer they you for, stay they forget the, about you, you forget about you and you, you, you get older. You know, I still think so. You know what? Somehow some team is going to be crazy enough to sign him. That's my bet. I'm not putting any money on it though. But it'll be, it'll probably be uh what are you a Giants fan or a Jets fan? Um, Giants, but you know, okay. I love all my New York teams, but they're going <laughs> to suck. I don't think it would be a bad idea. Don't put, don't put AB in a bad team. It has to be a contending team, a team with a strong coach yeah. that can rile him in and, and, and like I said, rent him. Hey, hey, we, AB, we're, we're pretty close to Super Bowl. Just don't be retarded for two seconds. If any team, I could see uh, the Chiefs, um, you know, uh, yeah. let's say somebody gets hurt, Andy Reid and that team's kind of well-managed and put together. I can exactly. see and they'll, and they'll be contenders. Maybe the Buffalo Bills, like a team that is a contender says, hey, you know, we'll give you half a mil for six, seven, eight games. What can you do? Uh, the Buccaneers just signed Julio Jones, so he ain't going back to the Bucs. Like, that's just not no, happening. No, that's over. That's, um, that's but, uh, you know, I'd rather see him on a football field than dancing on stage like that, but that's just me. So I hear that. I hear that. And uh, too bad I don't have a really good, smooth transition to the next story, but... <laughs> At least if he was a plumber or a delivery person, you know, in terms of the ability of, um, you know, the quality of your, I guess, competition, mm-hmm. as J.J. Reddick uh, said from the, mm. the old folks, disrespecting the, the old heads mm. of the NBA. And let me take a step back. J.J. Reddick, um, I saw the NBA player, you know, good role player, uh, shoot the three. He was a bigger star in college. Uh, he was like a, yep. a big deal in college, came to yep. the NBA as most – uh, players of his <laughs> of his skin color. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because he was like, I would say for JJ Redick. I remember when he was in college. I think he would play for Duke, right? Yeah, he played for Duke. Yeah, I think he. I think when he left at the time, he had the most points in it. Yeah, play. so he was yeah. like one of them. Like, oh, he's gonna actually do some damage because the way they made it, they hyped him up in college. I'm like, he he's gonna be it. You know, next White Hope. You know, he's gonna. Mm-hmm. And he was just a guy, but. Good career. If he was on your, if he had him on your team, you love this three point shooting. He played hard. He cared. Um, and he's doing great as a podcast. He's on first take. And he said something that was very interesting about the players in the past. He was talking, he was on first take with, um, I think Russo, uh, and Stephen A. And they were going back and forth. We'll just play right now. It's about a minute. Yeah. Has Paul ever been first team all Did NBA? Bob Cousy ever shoot over 40% from the field? Well, in his we career? understand that. Did You're he right. ever shoot, oh, did no, ever shoot over not. 40%? Probably 39, 40%. Different kind not of Not once. I, not fair. once. That's fair. You also had 29 assists in an NBA game. Oh, well, you know, he was being guarded hey, hey. by plumbers and firemen. Oh, come on. That's that is true. Fair. That is true. Hello. Point guard he ever. Changed the way Th- the there is no played. doubt, doggy. He changed the game. Stop it. Not played the stop way he it. changed the game. Kuzi did. Stop it. Chris Paul is one of the top five point guards. Chris Paul is one of the top five point guards in the history of basketball. I got to think about that for a minute. That seems a little strong. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, so yeah. Russo is uh, him and Stephen A are characters, just like Antonio oh, yeah. Brown is. Oh, and yeah, it, I remember that take, and it was a horrible take by Russo because him not him saying Kuzi and da, 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 number one is like these old guys, like, and we're old dudes, but not that old. Like they, they got to stop with this like rhetoric of like Bob Kuzi 
right now. I'll say it. And I don't care who. I'm sorry if you're a Celtics fan, if whatever. There are a handful of guys that played back in the day that I think could play right now. But we got to start separating errors. Bob Cousy would not make a ba- NBA basketball roster right now. If you took Bob Cousy and put him in this era, he would not sniff an NBA roster. Fact. Interesting. He well, wouldn't this, sniff it. There was, there's one person who may disagree with you. Uh, we're going to play him right now. Jerry West, the logo. Mm, the logo. Um, well, you know what? It's two and a half minutes, but we'll see. If, we'll see what he has to say. I may cut off a little bit, but he responded. Actually, Kuzi actually responded. I didn't know Kuzi was alive. He did yeah. not appreciate the comment. Basically, he was like, you know, we did what we had to do to take care of our families. That kind of thing where yeah, it's hard for JJ to kind of like, yeah, you know, but JJ, uh, Jerry West had his, he had his take and let's hear it right now. J.J. Redick, current player who just recently retired, said that Bob Cousy played against uh, firemen and, and plumbers, and Bob came on and, and wasn't too pleased. And, you know, you you played in that era, and those guys set the table for us uh, to be where we are today. And I was just interested in your thoughts on on comments like that about your generation and the generations that, that paved the way. Well, um, obviously the game is completely different. The athletes are completely different. And I know J.J. Uh, just a little bit. He's a very smart kid and everything. Look, tell me what his career looked like. What did he do that was that determined games? He averaged, what, he averaged 12 points a game in the league? Um, somewhere along the way, numbers count. At that point in time, the players aren't what they used to be. Um, J.J. certainly wasn't going to guard the elite players. And so you can nitpick anyone. And I'm, I'm not, the only reason I'm talking about him is because he was not an elite player, but he was a very good player. But he had a place on the team because of the ability to shoot the ball. But uh, those players at that era, and, and again, that was when I started to see the a difference in athleticism. Um, you know, my era, I was an athlete way before my time. I had a huge vertical. Um, probably no one in the league was, was much faster than me. And certainly the competitive part of it, I would put my myself among any player that played the game. Today, also, winning is all matter. That's what drove me. And I suddenly got better every year. We didn't have the facilities to get better. We had to work in the summers to support our family. But AJ should be very thankful that he's made as much money as he's made. And Bob Cousy, who I played against a couple of years, not very long, um, I just think it's very disrespectful myself. All right. So Jerry West came in with the, he didn't have to go that deep. You could tell he 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 had to go like well J, well what JJ did like what he ever do <laughs> and you can't argue with JJ you can't argue with Jerry West. I mean, no, I love I love I really really like Jerry West. Yeah, like I, 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 I he has a lot of respect from a lot of people, young and old. I really really like Jerry West. Yeah, because you see the you see the clips. He was balling on everybody. It, sure. it wasn't just plumbers. Yeah. He was balling on you know everybody. The guy, I mean. Terms of shooting guards, he's up there, mm-hmm. right? I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but what's your thoughts? Is it is it more about respect of what we did in the past? 
Like, don't be so flippant. Like, don't just call us like, yeah, plumbers and firemen. Wait, because we had to. We don't. We didn't make millions of dollars a year. Yes, I think that's what I think. Jerry and some of these older generations, they're just a little. You know, they feel slighted, disrespected. Like, hold up, we helped you guys. You know, like we. The errors are different. And Jerry West even recognizes that. It's different, you know? And and I think Jerry West would even say, he just said, I, I would yeah, stay good now. I'd be, you know, I could play now. I don't know if Jerry West is averaging, you know, there was one season, I think he averaged well into the 30s. I don't think he's doing that now. The game is quicker. It's played different. Yeah. Uh, back then, he was one of the more athletic guys. Right now, he's not going to be the most athletic guy in the NBA. No. He's just not. Yeah, back, nice then, back then, though. he was. He, he had a. He, oh, he sure. has some yeah. so, some shot creation skills. Like he has like quick movements. Do I think he's an? He was was it six three? Was six four? Uh, I don't. I, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. He's probably somewhere in there. I think somewhere you know. There. Jerry West is a was a, is a better player for me than Bob Cousy was as far as in today's NBA. Exactly. We have to separate. We have to separate the eras. You know, you got to do yeah. it in every sport: baseball. You know, like you got to do it football. Like you see these guys now, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger with the help of technology, nutritionists, dietitians, with the help of better sports equipment, better sports medicine. So there are a lot of reasons for that, right? They're bigger and faster and stronger for a lot of reasons, but you can't take that away. Like if LeBron played in the forties, I mean, he's, he's scoring 60 a game. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's guarding LeBron James back in the day. Nobody. How about right? Will Chamberlain? Do you think Wilt Chamberlain basically he was the biggest, strongest, fastest? That's why he was. Yes. Do you think he was able to to come to this era and and all right, may not dominate like the way he did, you know, score 100 and some points, but yeah, I don't know. Will Chamberlain him? didn't have a three point shot, but would he have gotten one? Yeah, he's there are a handful of guys I think you could take from those old eras and put them in and say they'd be probably as relevant. But even yeah. Will Chamberlain, I think he only won one or two championships, so he was that dominant, that size, but he didn't win as much as other guys. Yeah. So, like, you know, if I had a, if I had a list of people I think who could probably uh, Kareem. Because no, it doesn't matter what area you're not stopping the hook that that sky hook. You're not going to stop it. He was maybe too slow, maybe because the game is a little speeder the way they put everyone in there. But he was an automatic uh, bucket. I mean, automatic. You can't stop it. Uh, obviously, Jordan clearly. Um, Larry Bird. I think he could. Yeah, I mean, it was the '80s, but I think Larry yeah. Bird would be fine. He'd be like a a better Luca. Like you know, he you know he's not a point guard like Luca is, but Larry yeah. Bird was big. Very smart I, I, IQ, could shoot a three yeah. back in the day but when there wasn't a lot of three-point shooting being made. So, yeah, there are some guys, but I think most guys, most, like, average players, whatever. Like, I'll, I'll give you J.J. Redick. He scored 12 points a game, serviceable, had a great career, played for multiple teams, yeah. went to a couple Western Conference finals, I think, with the Clippers or whoever, Pelicans, whoever. If, if he was playing back in Jerry West and Bob Cousy's era – he probably his stats would have been even better right. because he's, just, you know, the game has evolved. Right. So we have to start separating them at some point. I don't know when that year is. I don't know if it's in the 70s, if it's the 80s, the 60s. But we got to separate because back in the day, you look at like Julius Servan, right? Played in the ABA, goes to the NBA. He's in the 70s, the 80s. Right. Wins, wins a championship with the Sixers. He was like super athletic. Right. Yeah. The things he were doing on the court was crazy. You see some of the dunks he was doing in the NBA. You see those in high school right now by high school kids. You never saw that 
in high school back in the day. So the athleticism is just on another level. So I think we have to just start separating these errors and not take it like one's better, one's worse. It's just we got to just got to be a divide because the game has just evolved so much. So, yeah. And Bob Cousy was not the best point guard or whatever. No, it's a it's a bad take. But that Russo guys does that for effect. I mean, it's a horrible thing to say Bob Cousy is the best point guard of all time. Nobody. There's not one other person you could find in this great land that's going to say that. Not one. Maybe in Boston. <laughs> May, maybe in Boston. But, You're probably on. some older dude. Like, he was a 29 <laughs> assist. And like, that's a lot. That's a lot. I would say that. A lot of assists. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that is a lot of assists. assists I'll give it come that. On, man. <laughs> come on. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so let's just get into the meat and potatoes of why we, you know, put, you know, Kevin Samuels in the beginning of the title here. So we want to talk about it because – relationships that you know is between men and women are i feel like there's a, there's a lot of conflict i think it's conflict in, in everything now you know political is everyone's mad at everyone but i really feel like relationships between men and women are 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 having some kind of they're having a problem having some issues it could be just the ability or just the, the times we're in where everyone is a little stressed out i think the first thing i'll say before we jump into kevin samuels i think the death of rmb is the cause of all these problems. Now, like I told you before, I saw a really great uh, concert, uh, the Tiny Desk concert with Usher, and he just hit all those classic R&B songs. And I'm like, man, what happened to R&B? Like, what, what's happening here where you don't have a, 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 you know, someone singing about loving somebody? Mm. Like, where is those songs? I think a lot of R&B now is basically kind of like sad, mopey, I don't know if you listen to Summer Walker or like some of these other like. Who's the new uh, Gideon? I've heard of this Gideon guy. You know about him? Gideon? Super sad. Like everyone's just Happy, super right? sad yeah. and depressed. It's like, you know, I feel like your music does dictate your mood. And back in the, you know, 70s, so, you know, Al Green, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you know, uh, Teddy Pendergrass, like all these mm. really awesome, soulful singers, Luther Vandross. You know, even going to the 80s and 90s, you had your usher, you know, like Chris Brown could have made it if he wasn't so crazy and violent and such a crazy and violent person. <laughs> you know, Michael Jackson, like we we don't have those kind, that kind of music that, you know, we it's just very, very, I guess, com- yeah, confrontational, you know, mm-hmm. either you're depressed or sad. So I think then it kind of translates to, well, if we're not getting along, we're all mopey and sad and we're going to find out faults between men and women. We go back and forth and you can find on YouTube people who don't like, you know, have issues with women, women having issues with men. It's all over. That's why we're going to talk about Kevin Samuels. But what is your, like, if you had to ask what, why men and women are not getting along, like what, what would be your answer? Man, that's heavy. Uh, yeah. I mean, the comments, well, below, let us know. what do you guys think? Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. We can read some, um, this is going to be a hot take Hannibal. Okay. Okay. Since we're going to talk about Kevin Samuel a little bit, I think the, the relationships have shifted, have shifted over the course of years or whatever. Let's just, let's just go back 20, 30 years. Right. When you think about old traditional relationships, right. Think about your grandparents, your great grandparents, maybe even your parents. Right. Yeah. And people weren't getting divorced back in the day, right? They were staking together, you know, the roles were really defined. I think with the publications of like things like Cosmetology, Cosmo, Cosmo and these magazines and these books, 
the relationships have been changing because you have men and women now on different, literally on different planets, right? Mars, Venus, whatever you want to call it. And you have men not acting quite like what a traditional man would be back in the day, right? That's changed. Women now want equal this, equal that, which we should have. But when you have so much of that going on, the dynamic of relationships and trying to find a partner that is going to mesh with you is changing, right? So, you you know, divorce rates are up just about every year. The roles of men and women are shifting and evolving. And it's harder to find your real soulmate or somebody that can even just look at like, look marriage like a business, almost like, hey, we're going to do this together. Financially, we're on the same page for the kids, jobs, like all that stuff, right? Um, in the 80s, you started to have women going back to work or going to work. So then that split households because now you got all these latchkey kids and they're growing up as latchkey kids and then they have relationships and that's normal for them. You got to keep up with the Joneses. Both both parents have to work because inflation is, is up and like you got to have the new car. You got to have the house. You got to have a mortgage. College. You know, is college. Exactly. So with yeah. expenses going up, now you have couples that are married or whatever living together. Both have to work. So when you have that kind of stuff, you're adding stress to your household couples back in the day didn't have on that level financially, at least. Right. So I think you just have men and women. They, they, they both want the same thing. And, and that's, that's the divide because as a man and a woman, you shouldn't sometimes, in my opinion, want the exact same thing. You have to each give different things to make it like a whole. And I think right now, like there's so many similarities between a man and a woman that it, it, it can lead to bad things sometimes. So you 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 put you 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 painted a, a perfect picture. That's exactly my um my idea as well in terms of why they're not getting along. We actually have some really good comments in. Yeah, let's read some. Um, you know, I love seeing you two together, but the problem is Kevin went in on black women and told us that we have no value past thirty. We're definitely going to get into. We're going to get into that. Please stay here. Yes. And uh, another comment. That's because men and women have expectations of the other, and the other doesn't know what the expectation is or does it yeah i mean there's yeah, a there's yeah. a problem there's a disconnect between expectations and yeah, of both, yes. of both yes. parties um and i think oh there's actually another one um yeah that's a good taught one, men man. not to value past uh, age on top of that not want us to be us if we had different color hair long nails education we we'll, we're worth it mm. i would say kevin samuels was very very p- provocative we're talking about we were talking about the um, NBA um, a couple of minutes ago. Skip Bayless, uh, Stephen A. Smith, not even current or retired players like J.J. Redick, Draymond Green. This is how it is. OK, so pull, pull the, you know, the, you know, the wool back on content creation. Right. Like, yeah. hey, Joe is a content creator. I am a content creator sometimes. And we know if we say something outrageous we put an outrageous title. We say something controversial. We know you're going to click it. Yes. You're going to you're going to spend more time on it. We need you to get an emotional reaction for you to watch our stuff. And if we you want need- you to disagree. If you disagree with us more, you'll actually watch and engage. So a lot of these people do that on purpose. Yeah. We will say something just to say you're wrong. Like we, you know, like I will say I hate 
I hate fried chicken. It does not taste good. Fight me in the comments or something like that. Put that in as a, as a clickbait. You would click it even if you like fried chicken. Just as, <laughs> what is this idiot talking about fried chicken? Yeah. So I think a lot of what Kevin Samuel was doing was playing the game. And they all do it. It's the TV networks are doing it. The newspaper is doing it. He was playing the game, but I think some of what he said, when when you peeled back the layers of his provocativeness and his like ridiculous, some things he'd say for 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 shock value. Yeah. uh, Some things hit you because they're true. Right. So some of the things he was saying, he was speaking some facts on some topics, in my opinion, and other things he was talking out of his ass. But, you know, it's all a matter of perspective. But I think that some would some would just as many that would say he was good for black women or men would say he was bad for black women and men. Right. I think it's very split. Probably. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm not a black woman or man. But based on things I've seen, I've watched enough of him. I think it was that's why it made him so polarizing is because he attracted both sides, whether you hated him or you loved him. But that's yeah. why he got so popular. A lot of engagement. And that, that's something too about YouTube, about any kind of form of media. The more engagement you can bring in, that's why we always say, hey, guys, you know, hit the like button, share. Yeah. Yeah. We need more engagement builds. And I think with with the Kevin Samuels thing, and oh, actually, let me just take a, take a step back. Don't let anybody make you feel a certain way based on whatever content they mm. put out. That is of a politician talking nonsense. Getting you all emotional, getting you all you know, upset. Kevin Samuels telling you uh, what, you know, what black women should do with that. This is just opinions of yeah. one man. Yeah. And I think a lot, of, a lot of people who had some issues with Kevin Samuels because a lot of people worshipped him. You should worship no man, no woman. You should yes. not worship another human being. Great point. I'm not the most spiritual of all of us, but I think a lot of people, people worship Donald Trump. Right. Mm, mm, Some people yeah. worship AOC. That yeah. is that's unhealthy. Some people worship Bernie Sanders. They're 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 flawed human beings. They're yep. not perfect. And some of them are complete hypocrites. Mm. You do not know how they are behind closed doors. And I think don't take any like take the good with the bad. It's like what Pedro saying. There's some good pieces of what you may say. They may say, oh, you may disagree with everything, but don't let it affect who you are as a person, how you handle things, how you treat people. Um, that that's very important. I just want to kind of put that out there. Yeah, great point. Um, but let me put let me show some videos because uh, as many people, I think I saw one comment in um, saying that uh, uh, stable. Kevin Samuels criticized men as as just as much as women. He had a classic video title thing. Yeah, great point. Watch you, one of his greatest videos. So yeah, I got. Let me see. I got two, I got one video. He's going to talk about. Let me see. Hopefully, I I forgot to uh, to label these. But let's see. Uh, I'm going to put two videos and then we'll go on. Huh? You have a big dick. I mean, it's above average. I ain't no Ron Jeremy. No, 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 no. I asked you if you had a big dick. I didn't say it was above average. I don't know what that is, really. Uh, you know if you got a big dick or not. Stop the bullshit. Every dude know whether or not he got a big dick. I know I got a big dick. You don't know? I mean... You don't have a big I, dick. That's the point. You don't have a big dick. You don't have a big wallet. You're a, big, you're a fat dude. You got a lot of nerve thinking you should get choosing signals at 5'10 and 300 pounds making less than $1,000 a month at 20 years old. And women should approach you. What they get, they don't even get a big dick. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
So that's a lot of what he that's his content. So well, hold on, let me say something. Yeah. Is he wrong? Let me ask you, is he wrong? Should have let, let's just let's be real for a second, because I yeah. know people will appreciate it. Yeah. You're a dude, you make less than a thousand dollars a month, you're overweight. And you can't please your woman. Let's just whatever, because he's that would that doesn't even equate. It doesn't matter if you're big or small, whatever. Yeah. But do you deserve a dime piece? What do you think? What do you say? No, he, he's not confident. There's no confidence in his. There's no confidence. There's, there's no women confidence want confident, there. right? So you may, not, you may not need any of that, but you have to have the confidence. Now, if you're looking for a real relationship, you're going to have to be able to provide you at least the ability to provide that you care about yourself. You're taking care of yourself, taking care of your body. So a lot right. of that that kind of falls into a relationship. Maybe you're even trying to cut. Like, see, like we were talking about Antonio Brown. He may be a lunatic, but he's very attractive because he has a lot of money, right? He takes he's, care got, of he's got swag. He's got confidence. He's so got even confidence. if even if you speak ridiculous nonsense, if you walk in a room with confidence, and with men, I think, in my opinion, it don't even matter what you look like, right? Listen, you, you could be. You could be overweight like that guy was, but if you got money, you smell good, you got swag, maybe you got a nice suit on and you got that BDE, right? You're going to pull women. And, but you have to have some, you got to have one, you got to have two of the three things. If you don't have any of the three, you're probably not going to attract the woman that you probably might want. You know, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's just, there's no harm in saying that. I think that's the reality, you know? Yeah. And, and, I would say like he had a few where he would talk to men and be as provocative, but more women called into the show. Now that could have been who he picked. I, I mean, think it was by design. Yeah. I was saying by design yeah. where he knew that this is what the audience want. He fed the audience what they wanted. So think about that. We kind of attacked the messenger, right? Because he's creating the content and maybe he could have been more, um, I don't know. What, what was a word where he, Bring more people together. You know, hmm. he thinks he was. He, he, I remember seeing a few videos where he was like, I, I'm bringing people together. I, I'm building relationships. But it would have been more, more like, um, I guess more of a, I guess a nice way of doing it. I, I'm trying to think of a person that. I think he brought people with. together. I just think he did it in a very controversial or emotionally charged way. But he did bring people together, in my opinion. It just wasn't how. Everybody might have wanted it. It wasn't rainbows okay. and sunshines. Okay. But I, I do think he, I will challenge you on that. I do think he brought people together. It just was in an emotional charged way. And when you bring a man and a woman together and they're not ready to listen because they're emotionally charged and they want to be yeah. heard versus listening, that's where a lot of that controversy came on his channels and his lives. And I think a lot of his members were men, but a lot of the people that watched and called in were women. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. I wish I, I could see his analytics and how many men and women were checking out, but it could have been 50, yeah. 50. It could have been, Oh, probably a little bit more. Cause um, YouTube skews male for some interesting reason. I, I don't know if it's, I knew that that was the case maybe a year or two ago, hmm. maybe the same, but it's interesting. Cause I know women who watch YouTube as much, but I don't know. It seems like it's a male skewed thing. So you probably have a little mm. more male. Um, let me see. I'm sure I got one more video real quick. See what this one is about. I myself a solid 9.8. Being pretty is not enough for a lot of men because I'm pretty and I'm still single. So what do you want? 
I don't I, I don't know. I really Same. don't know what I want because these men, they don't know what they want. A lot of men don't know what they want in women. Mm. And you said you're how old again? 33. 33. So regardless as to what men want, you don't know what you want? I mean, I know what I want, but... Well, what is that? <laughs> Guys, remember the first thing I said about ego? They're not willing to be honest. be honest with you, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know what I want in a man. Like, I've been screwed and fucked for so long, I don't know what I want in a man. Just in this little bit of time of talking to you, it's been chaotic. I'm just asking you just the basic stuff about your, who you are and what you want. And um, the way you told the story is, yeah, you can't make this shit up, people. Okay. Listen, hold on. I got to say, that second girl was cute. I thought, let me just get that out the way. Yeah, and it's very, it was edited, so we didn't have the full flow and conversation. We basically were saying that you're not, you're all over the place, which another thing, too, about this, He's not a doctor. He's not a professional uh, relationship, like in terms of a doctor, in terms of studied. So a lot of it is him saying very provocative things. He could say it's a way to wake the person up, but it's always a way of delivery. And the delivery was because he knew that the one the one video that got him like super viral success where he told a woman, you are average as at best. Yeah, he would. I mean, he would undress people and he would call them Big Bertha. Right. And he would make women make fun of women that were wearing like the shower caps. And what do you expect? And you want a high value man, but you're a six. And, you know, he would go at people. And, uh, you know, it was definitely entertaining. I think he knew that. Like you said, he's not a licensed therapist, uh, a doctor. He's, you know, he's a life coach. You know, basically, he's a life coach and a brand brand guy, image image consultant. Yeah. Whatever that was. uh, He's a YouTuber. All right. He was just he's like one of us. He he was very successful at it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he was be- he was becoming very uh mainstream. Uh he was on shows, he was on Atlanta. He had episode. Yeah. I, I saw that he was getting there and then you know, had hypertension and not taking care of his body. Uh or it could have been just what happens and then you know, he had to get some kind of heart issue. Yeah. But one of the problems I not problems. One of the critiques I have, and, and and that's the thing about making content. I, I'm not, I don't, I want, obviously I want to do, I want as many people to watch as possible, but I don't know if I'm good enough to just try to say the most outrageous thing for someone to come in and check the, the stuff out. Well, because that's you have a moral it. compass and you're a good guy. I think some people like him, I don't know him, so I'm not going to slander his character, but he's just right. like, I'm going to, I'm going to go all out, you know, yeah. and some, not everybody's willing to do amazing. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, and I think one of the issues I have a problem with is the people who worship and, and that goes with everything. I'm not like, you know, I'm not a very religious person, but when anyone gets a little fanatical about either um, a political figure or some kind of movement, any movement, I'll be honest, every move, any movement weirds me out. Like, why are you not questioning this more? Why are you going to this protest? Do you know all information before you do this? Like, why are you deciding to, you know, go to some kind of restaurant and go flip out? And so, you know, like, do we got all the facts before we're going to do this crazy stuff, guys? Like, yeah, it's because, you know, your leader said something that needs you need to react this way. And I feel like Kevin Samuel fans, I think many of them have some trauma. They have been, been hurt by a person, probably hurt by a woman. 
then they start having these ideas. All women are evil or all women are out to get you or, you know, they, you know, they only care about A, B and C and I need it. You know, and I feel like that kind of energy makes you, if you already have a contempt or resentment for women, how are you going to be able to get a, a really good relationship? Um, it's like the, it's the Trump effect, you know, you know, Trump said crazy things, but a lot of people that are like, oh, I thought like that. Now he's saying it. Oh, now I'm going to go all out. You know, like there's that c- celebrity superstar. You look at him like a deity. It's like, oh, I love that. I, I'm going to worship this man, Kevin Samuels, Trump, whoever it is. Right. And you, you, you get these lower educated people to follow you like that. And that's what you get. You know, it's, like you get the crazies, you know, it's men. And I'm only we're going to talk about men for a second because we both are men. And um, actually, we'll answer this question real quick. Uh, give us a story of how you guys came to know each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> basically, uh, we just we met on YouTube, right? <laughs> we, met, we saw. So I the first video I saw Hannibal was probably about a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit less. And he was talking about I remember this and I don't know why I do, but I do. And he was talking about. Uh, direction, parking your car in a direction of where when you get in it, we're talking food delivery here because we both yeah. in a gig economy, parking your car in a direction that makes sense so you can get out efficiently. And I was like, oh, who's this dude? Yeah, I do that. And yeah. I remember commenting in a video and then he'd watch some of my stuff. I'd watch some of his stuff. And then eventually it was like, this dude's cool as fuck. I got to be, yeah, I got to get to know this guy. And then we just been developing this relationship basically on YouTube. So, yeah, I mean, you know, eventually we'll actually see each other in the flesh, but yeah, it's kind of yeah, like yeah. that, the, that kind of dynamic kind of came together. Um, but about men, I feel like it's, it's a issue with young men looking for leadership, mm-hmm. looking for leadership. So they will go to a very, anyone that, 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 that looks strong, and confident, well-dressed. I mean, Kevin Samuels, I don't know how much money he would spend on those suits. They were not cheap. You could look at them. I've never seen Kevin. I've never seen him. I've never seen him not well-dressed ever. Yeah. But that's the thing about Trump too. Trump, you think Trump is always in the suits for, because he just, he, that's, that's image. That's on purpose. The only time he didn't have a suit on when he played golf, everywhere he, he went, he, he wanted everyone to see him in a in a dress in a power suit with power tie. Image yeah. is extremely important. Clearly, I don't care about image. I got a rag on my head. Neither so do I. I got. I got. <laughs> look at it. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, we don't. That's not for me. For me, I don't try to spend a lot of time thinking about what I'm going to wear because I'm trying to spend that time doing other things. So it, it all depends on where you're at, yeah. right? So but, also the brand, and but I think yeah. with young men are looking for guidance, they're lost. A lot of the society is kind of put them in the position where, again, we can we can go with the stats of men, um, drug use, uh, suicides, um, just a general feeling of being lost. When that happens, and, we, and a, a person could come in, tell you, "I know who the enemy is. It's not you. It's A, B, and C over there. Yeah, they are the ones you need to to get mad at. That's how you get young men to do stuff, and that's what World War Two. I mean, in Germany, yeah. there was a guy that was telling yeah. the yeah. young men, hey, you know why the economy sucks and how we are all in this bad situation? A, B, and C, mostly A. Yeah. Yeah. They are the problems. You're young, you're, tw- you're 19, 20 years old, you don't know anything, you don't have any money, you, have, you, know, you may not have a family yet. This is how you're able to control people. 
Yeah, and great, it, you great know, point. It's not yeah. us 40 ish, like, nah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Or let me think about this before I come back to you. You know what I mean? It's young, ambitious, horny men. And they're like, I gotta do, I gotta prove myself. I gotta, yeah. do, you know, be a man. I gotta take on the world. I gotta get some kind of glory. Those are the people who kind of, and I think many of them are in that chat. They're also people who have been burned and relationships and yeah. divorce, that kind of thing. Yeah. Cause you're looking, you're looking for answers. You're looking for somebody to lead you because there's a, a insecurity slight or not. Right. And you're looking, you're looking for that because you don't feel good about yourself. And I think we all have that on a certain level, maybe not all, but a lot of people have that we have insecurities. Everybody has an insecurity about something. And when you hear somebody that appears to be confident, looks the part, Right. Even if you don't know them and, you know, even how much money they have and how good their life is and how the relationships are and how they treat people outside of the Internet. When you see that, it's like, oh, I want more of that because it makes you feel good. It gets you that dopamine hit of like, oh, he's saying what I want to hear. Right. And it, it gets you it gets you going. And that's you get the fans and you get the people watching, you get the people supporting. And uh, in history, history shows us that there's a lot of people uh Men mostly, I think, that that garner this type of like fame and support for being bold in that way. Right. And and, and emotionally charged and makes you like really angry or very passionate one way or the other, you know? Yeah. In terms of Kevin Samuel's legacy, now it's always going to be a complicated one. But what 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 I got out of a lot of the stuff I've heard and some of the viral clips and I never subscribed to his channel. I, it would be, I know he used to come on a few hours. He used to, he used to live stream a lot, Yeah. but the overall perspective, the overall idea, I've, I, you know, I don't, I don't have any issues with women. I think majority of my relationships, women were positive. I don't have, I never been necessarily in any situation where I was like, I can't, you know, to a point where I would have any resentment towards women. Women have treated me pretty well. I think for what Kevin Samuels was trying to do was get people to have more realistic expectations on what, what they want. Like he was asking the young lady, what do you want? You need kind of reverse engineer. Well, I want a husband. Okay. Well then you may have to do a, B and C. You know, we have to go a different direction where you're approaching people with the expectation of I'm dating to marry. It's going to be difficult to date to marry if you're just talking to people and dating around. Like there's a two different modes. I think also just the expectation of what you what you bring. And I know women hate this term. What you bring to the table, but both men and women have the same thing. What are you going to bring? So if you're a young man and you just start out in life, you may not even pull nines and tens because you don't you don't have anything to offer right now. Well, most people this. most people don't pull nines and tens. You know, that's the thing. That, yes. That's not that's not we're reality. All, like, yeah, most people most people are fives and sixes, bro. Right? Like, come on, let's. You know what I'm saying? Like, neither one of us are nine or a ten. You know, we're we're, we're average dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, models pull nines and tens, and models date other models, and but that's not you know we 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 look at this. We look at these movies and Facebook and Instagram and we think that everything is so perfect and nine and ten. We, we got this false identity of what a body should be like. And these magazines put this is what you should look like. That's not real. Most that's the. Yeah. Five percent or less. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and, and so and, and I think another really big blame is on the social media, the Internet. 
Yeah. We are looking at pictures. We're able to swipe like left and right at will. We're not really meeting a person. We're not talking to the person. Mm-hmm. We're not as social as we used to be. That brings it to, well, we're just going to argue online. We're going to argue on Twitter. We're going to argue on YouTube. We're not talking to people because when we do go outside, when you go to Walmart or you go to a restaurant, you, whatever, you go somewhere, we all generally get along, right? You walk in a Target, you know, you'll see what I mean. Maybe once in a while, McDonald's as well, like going to McDonald's, you may see <laughs> an argument or two. But you, you go to the parks, you go to the beach, and yeah, everyone, different colors and sizes and shapes and hey you hope you're oh. holding you're opening the door for somebody thank you you know you're checking well, out hey it. have a good day look we're all mostly good to each other but everybody's an internet tough guy because it's easy to hide behind a keyboard and type some hate and talk some shit but like yeah. in real life most people don't do that because they'll get slapped in the face exactly well so we have some level of manners but i think when the internet yeah. you you bring all of the the, the and sometimes the positive but a lot of your problem, you had a bad day, you're going to go on and probably put a really crappy comment on some underneath someone's video or yeah. underneath someone's post. Um, yeah. Another, another set of uh, content creators, fresh and fit. I'm not sure if you've seen their stuff. I, I've heard of them. I don't watch them. I've seen them on like TikToks and here and there, but I'm not like, I know what their channel's kind of about, but I've never really watched their stuff besides small snippets of things I've seen in other, yeah. sp- uh, other places. Yeah, they're a little bit more of of of, of Kevin Samuels, but not as refined, and they're way more controversial. They're like you know a little bit more again, a caricature on what they yeah. think an alpha man or a well successful man will behave. Have like, you heard of the guy Andrew Tate? Oh, I was in, I was actually we need to, making a video about him, but we can yeah. definitely talk about it here because that's very fascinating because he's making a lot of money. Affiliate marketing, and I was yeah. going to make a video because I feel he has a like a guru cult kind of following going he on. Do, he he seems to have it. Um, he's all he's everywhere right now. Like you, you, know you can't. He's everywhere. We need to, we need to have a discussion about that. Talk about, we'll talk about that next week. Actually. I think we I think we should. I I've actually listen. I just got to be real with y'all because maybe some of y'all don't like Andrew Tate. I'm not saying I like the guy, but I've seen a lot of stuff on him, and he's of the seven Kevin Samuel lineage, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, he says, in my opinion, way more controversial things than Kevin Samuel says. Yeah. But like, I feel like I, it's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's on purpose, right? Like yes. he is, he is doing it again. Like we were saying before to do well in this space, you need attention. Yeah. That's, he gets, he you gets a money. lot of it. He gets a lot and of you it. get, you get attention by saying outrageous things, but yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely get into that. I think, yeah, it, especially because a lot of young men will, will argue online to the, for the death, like to the death of, of defending him and his yeah. ideas. And stuff oh, like yeah. That. So, oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. Gigaholic Rex uh, had a really good comment. Dating today is nothing like in the past. My 21 year old son complains. It's all through social media, younger generations do, doesn't interact as much as we do, used to. And that's true. I mean, and another one, yeah, social media ruined dating and serious relationships. Instagram is one of the biggest. Mm. Yeah, and Instagram is it's not even real. You're getting the best altered photos of each other. Yeah. To make it seem like we are more, more attractive or more interesting than we really are. And we're all just average. And if we all just had this, you know, temper our expectations, temper our, like, the woman said uh, she's nine point five. She was like, well, and that's the thing. It's like really? you know when I okay. Let me be honest. When I, when she said that, 
I, I personally, everybody's scales different, right? Like yeah. we all have different scales. I think generally speaking, most people would say she's not a 9.5, but that doesn't mean she isn't to a several other people, right? right? It depends on who you are, because I'll tell you this, if you're a dude that maybe looks less than a 9.5, let's say you're a dude and you're a four yeah. and you see her at a club to you, to that four, she a 9.5, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like to other people, maybe she's not. So it just, it just depends on what you like. You know, the size of the woman, the smile. Do you like a big booty like Hannibal? Do you like a nice <laughs> smile? Like, did you like a nice smile and nice eyes like Pedro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just depends on what you like. But like this whole scale thing is just kind of screwed anyway, because it's all personal. It should be and it should be personal. You know, yeah. I mean, I can look at my girl and for me, she's a 10 for me because she has all the qualities because it's not just physical. So it, it depends on superficial. Are you looking for just looks or do you want somebody that like, Physically, you can be attracted to, but then also emotionally that you can have conversations. They're kind to you. It's all adds up to a 10. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. if we're talking just physical, it's one thing. And I think too much of us, because of social media, and Instagram and all these things and Snapchat and TikTok, that's all we're that's what we're looking at at first. You know, and back in the day, like we talked about earlier, like I like I mentioned, relationships are different. And people are getting divorced more. R- roles are not quite as defined or a little more murky. Yeah. Listen, back in the day, you picked your you picked who you wanted to be with based on like actual like things you had in common. And do you think that's going to be a good provider? Do you yeah. think that's going to be do you think that person is going to be a good mom, a good dad? Do they have the same moral compass as you? Do they have the same belief system? Do they want the same things? Nowadays, it's like, are they a nine or are they a 10? The big thing on TikTok now is, I'm sure you've seen this and you guys can say in the chat, they'll ask a question. Like, I'll ask Hannibal a question like, uh, she's a 10, but she smokes and she drinks and she's got one leg. And it's like a funny joke. You say, oh, yeah, well, she, yeah, if she's all those things, well, then really she's a three. So we're like even mocking how we view somebody physically based on other traits. And it's, it's crazy, man. Like it's nuts, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. My son is eight. He doesn't look at any. He's not in any social media. I gotta hold him back. I know, you know, some people say you should expose and don't. Mm-hmm. It's not good for their mental health. I think that's the reason why so many people are so upset and and frustrated. It it puts everyone in a bad space. So like even me, I'm trying to hold on. He don't care about it right now. He's only eight. He cares about YouTube. Which, you know, I got to just check to make sure he's watching the right channels. Yeah, because you can still watch stuff on YouTube. Oh, yeah. He loves Sniper Wolf. And I'd be like, I know why you watch a Sniper Wolf. You're like, she's she's funny. I'm like, no, she isn't. I know why you're watching Sniper because she's not funny. I mean, I, gotta, I, don't, I don't even know what that is, but I'm about to look, oh, look it up. Tonight. She yeah. does reaction channels. She's a reaction okay. channel. She's very, okay. very attractive. Uh, chick. Okay. Um, for, but she's very animated with her voice. So I think that's what kids, kids, you know, big animated, fast talking kind of had like a little like little, like mr beast kind of speed of yeah cuts of clips yeah. where it's, it's too fast for me anymore. i'm just too old i'm like that's just yelling at the screen yeah. um but yeah i'm trying to keep him off of that as much i don't want his um sense of worth uh to diminish by you know t- like tinder for instance if you set up a Tinder account and you're swiping and swiping and swiping and you get no matches, you may say it doesn't bother you, it, but that doesn't does. affect how you. It, how can it not? Where you could have went out to a club or a bar or to a bookstore and may actually got a number if you actually went and talked to some people, but yeah. you didn't. Either you're not you know socially comfortable and you're not, but you on that that phone swiping, 
And at this point, you're not even check, you're not even like looking. You're just like, I'll just swipe with whoever swipes me with match out, and you get no matches. That messes with your mind. And I think how the apps, these algorithms are there to keep you mostly addicted to your phone. Mm-hmm. So then every while, once in a while, they will throw you a match. But then you send a message, you may not even get a message back. It's a whole it's a whole thing. Are it, you it, speaking from experience? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not. I know you're not. It's all right. It's all right. Well, listen, <laughs> listen. Uh, to a certain extent, I think. Yeah. Uh, but the, as much as I complain about the internet, I learn a lot about everything through the internet of watching YouTube channels where they'll say, hey, man, you really shouldn't be on any of these apps. Or you should take a break from your phone when you're doing something important. Put the phone in, in the other room. So, like, this give and takes. It's just, it depends on your diet. Either yeah. your diet is going to be all fast food or you're going to take care of yourself with good diet. And that's watching and listening. Yeah. Um, where is, I think it's, a, yeah. Yeah. It absolutely destroys someone's self-confidence. Um, Marissa. Hey, Marissa, how you doing? No time to see what's right in front of Yeah. We're, we're going yeah. too fast. We're going we're too fast. Going yeah. too fast. Uh, that's what I was looking for. Pedro, that's why I was looking for you. You went deeper with just the physical. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the most important part because looks will go. Um, you know, I'm in a happy relationship. You know, Pedro's in a happy relationship. I think relationship test was definitely t- uh, two years ago. If you was able to hang with your partner and yeah. didn't want to strangle them, yeah, you're good because you had you were stuck with that person and you couldn't leave. But then a lot of people did leave. But you know, you weren't supposed to leave once they were locked down. But yeah, yeah, that that was the pressure cooker. And if your relationship lasts throughout that situation, you're good to go. Yeah. Stay forever. Like, we we, we going to leave now. Like you went yeah. through the worst. Yeah. Hopefully that was the worst. <laughs> it, it, well, it took it took me a while because, you know, I've been married before. I'm divorced. We were only married for a few years, man. Like it was not it wasn't good. But like for me, <clears throat> I had relationships where it was like physical. Like it was like, I'm attracted to you. You're attracted to me. It's a physical relationship. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing. There wasn't a lot past that. I've had relationships where I wasn't as physically attracted to the woman. But like I was like emotionally just so invested and like they're awesome and they're great. And I'm learning things are challenging me. We have in-depth conversations, but like I'm not as physically attracted. So it's tough because I think a lot of us, we want to be. I think physical attraction and like, you know, making sure your sex life's good, whatever. That's super important. Right. right. It, it doesn't mean that they have that person has to be a 10. They just need to be a 10 for you. But you have to there has to be a physical connection. Right. There, there has to be something there. Otherwise, long term, I think there will be some issues, whether it's cheating or disinterest. But at the end of the day, like I always struggle with like, okay, a woman, I need a woman to look like this. And I would just wait and wait and whatever. And I I wouldn't put enough time into like getting to know them or whatever. And then once I started being like, you know what, like I need to like get past the physical stuff. And then once you like meet somebody you really love, then the physical stuff comes, you know, so it it, it takes a while, I think, for men to do for to, to figure that out, because. We're so geared to look at like the booty and the, the boobs and we want this. We want the hips. We want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like we're so like just the, the way the world's designed on what we look at is like that. All the media, the ads, the actresses, the billboards, like yeah, everything that we sells. see sex sells. Right. And it gives us a false sense of like reality. 
mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and guys like our age, you know, with porn and stuff on the rise and like, it's so no, easy to get it. I it's am free. Happy. I'm happy. I mean, I, I, I live the time I lived because yeah. I was arguing. I think I haven't told you about this. You can go on Twitch and Twitch is a streaming platform for video games. For the most part, it has some other stuff too. And they, got, they, got, they got girls with their tits out. Right in, in, on the, in pools, like yeah. now they're not, not naked, but they're basically in bikinis. If I was 15 years old watching that, I would not leave the house. Why would I go anywhere? Why I would I leave I the house? That's the thing. I mean, I and they I, talk I to told, you sometimes. You know, they send a little message. They'll say, yeah, "Hey, how yeah. are you doing? Why am I leaving the house?" <laughs> I told I told my I told my girlfriend like, listen, like I'm glad that I didn't have, I'm glad I'm not 20 or 21 or 25 or right now. It, it would be bad for somebody like me. Cause I, you know, at that age, I wasn't emotionally ready for certain things and I wasn't emotionally smart enough. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I had insecurities, but you don't think you have them. You're, you're young. young, you're, you're young. Just you just want to figure wanna, it out. want to go out. You want to go to clubs. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's so easy now. It's easy now. Like it, it's, 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 it's easy. Right. And you have so many things afforded to us with the click of a button, uh, a video, Twitch. You can just watch everything. It's free. You can see who you want. You can pick and choose what the girl looks like. It's crazy, man. Like it's it's like on steroids and it's really scary if you think about it. Yeah. And I think it's important to let people know like, hey, you don't have to spend your time doing this. This is not real. Now they got the metaverse. You put on a headset. You're, it's getting crazy. I think we still need to live in reality. And realize that the internet is not as uh, real as it seems. You can still go outside and talk to people. Even people you disagree with 110%, you would act differently when you saw them in flesh. And you may have a different conversation about something you have in common. Going back to the idea of compatibility is the most important part. What, you, what, what, what your values are, what principles you stand by, those are most important when you are with someone long term. You yeah. need to have the same level of values, what you care about, what's important. Um, those things carry longer, which is very interesting about arranged marriages. Arranged marriages last longer than marriages based on love. Why? They had to work together first because they weren't necessarily bound by liking each other. They were just, you know, hey, yeah, yeah you got to come over here. And you're like, all right, we'll figure this out. But then they learn to live with each other. They learn yeah. to love each other and it lasts long, which is weird. But, you know, the, the, the math is kind of weird because there's, there's way more marriages probably happening with, you know, love or compatibility rather than arrange but the arranged marriages they don't divorce they know it's a culture thing too but well i think it's i think you just said it a lot of it's cultural or religious as well right religious belief systems and they're very different than the 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 western how we do it over here you know um but i think in, in those kind of marriages as well like i said in the beginning they're a little more traditional right and i i think we what we have to understand is when 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 we get all these great things, right? Women's movements and all these things. And now men are more in tune with their feelings than ever before going to therapy more and women are working more and have more rights. Like these are great things, right? But when you shake up that ball, as much as we have in the last 50, 60 years, right? I'm not saying it's bad, but you're going to, when you shake that up, you're going to, the relationships and how they work are also going to be shifting and changing. And that's what we're dealing with right now. And mm-hmm. that's why the, the marriage rates are crazy and, and the promiscuity is crazy. And like people don't stay together and they're cheating. And you got, now you got all these plural marriages and the guy's got five wives and it's on TV. There's TV shows about it. Like it's just so different now because 
the roles have really changed in the last even just 20, 30 years. They just have. And and there's a lot of different reasons for that. But, yeah. you know, it, it, they're, they're just they just have. We, you know, what? and it will hopefully we'll all kind of work itself out. You know, the human beings are adaptable. We can adapt to certain things. So it, and it may not seem that way, especially if you spend too much time your diet watching, listening to a lot of negative stuff. You feel like humanity is going you know, you know, in the crazy situation, especially now with the financial stuff. But humans usually find a way to figure it out. And I think that's if that's the model of this podcast. We will figure it out. Antonio Brown will figure out how to rap to make it interesting. <laughs> like he will find a way to at least talk about your experiences. I don't know, rap about football. I don't know. At least be something more interesting. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, Han- Hannibal, Hannibal will be the one to figure it out between the two of us. I can't yeah, give right. you all that. Hannibal yeah. will figure it out. He's your guy. I'm the guy you know, that's going to play for the Giants. Uh, <laughs> Homeboy, my, my, my quarterback needs someone to throw a ball to. I mean, you got a decent team. You got Saquon, you know. Daniel Jones need go AB. Yeah, you're not going to win. You're in New York City. Your rapping career can help because a lot of rappers like Joey Badass can help mentor yeah. you a little bit. You know, <laughs> Joey rappers. Badass ain't helping. No, you. like, you know, Nas and Queens. Oh, he's like, hey, listen, all that whole that whole flow is whack. Like, stop, you're not a, a – how old is AB? You're not 20 uh, years old. That, he's that probably got to be 34 or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my guess is he's 34. I, I could yeah, be wrong. Get, get, get your stuff together, AB. Like, yeah, catch a ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he said, stop dribbling. He should play football. <laughs> he should play football. But on that note, uh, actually, we went over an hour, which is great. It's a great conversation. Um, listen, let's, we could talk about uh, Andrew Tate. I'm sh- And also, I didn't even show you the Russell Wilson picture. I guess we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's we'll figure it out. And this this is a great channel to kind of come in and have a, a, a nuanced conversation. Um, and, and I think it's going to be a wonderful thing. So, yeah, we back. I think regular time. We're going to go live. I think live is where it's going to be at live Wednesday at 10 o'clock. So let me ask you, do you, so that you guys watching, do you guys like the lives? Whoever's watching on a replay, let us know in the comments. If you're watching on a replay for however long. Let us know what kind of topics do you guys like? Like we, we, you know, we talk hip hop here. We're going to talk sports. We'll talk relationships, men, women. Right. We'll talk yeah. about like those kind of topics and hot topics and things like that and break it down. But let us know. And uh, I think the lives is kind of where it's at because we get to live chat with you guys. Um, but even the people watching the replay, let us know. What do you think about the channel? Like give us give us some feedback. Right. Uh, let us know in the comment section. So. Definitely, definitely. And real quick, do you know of this duo here? Uh, hold up. What What are your opinions on? I have, I don't think I don't know what What does that mean? I don't know. I um, have no idea. MF I'm out of Doom, touch. MF Doom rapper. I don't know if you know. And uh, Mad MF Lib. Doom. Oh, I know MF Doom. Yeah, I love Madlib. Like he's one of the greatest producers. I gotta I gotta look I gotta look that up. Oh, we got some homework for Pedro. We're gonna I check got, that out and Big Crit as well. Um, Hold oh. on, let me write. Let me write that down. The first one was uh, Big Kirk. Crit. Okay. Uh, maybe I should type it in. I'll, t- I'll type it in. Uh, and yeah, the Big one Crit, was... and then uh, I'll put yeah. I see it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, so Pedro's gonna come up with a full a full breakdown of both. Uh, you got the, the, the you know duo F- MF Doom. Yeah, definitely passed away. Y'all, y'all giving me that. y'all giving me homework, man. Like what? I'm forty. <laughs> I'm a forty year old man. Y'all give me homework. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we have few, yeah people. We got a few people. Uh, you know, loving the lives. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, 
So yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back uh, next week. Uh, we're gonna have a lot. I guess we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. So we're gonna talk. To we're gonna talk about, about uh, the Usher stuff, right? A little bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about uh, you know R and B. I think we're gonna have our own episode of we're just yeah, talking about R and B. You know, you know, because we have some ladies now. So we can, you know, it's not just, you know, sausage party. We actually have all types, you know, it's not just. Shout, shout out, shout out to all the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been shout a, you out, been a DJ. Of, <laughs> no, listen, I'm good. Got, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Had, don't worry, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> but on that note, guys, thank you for taking time, staying the entire live. Appreciate it. Like, uh, if you have not subscribed, oh yeah, we went past two hundred. Uh, thank you all for that. Thank you all for that. Appreciate yes. that. Thank you all. For um, uh, you know this thing is growing. Um, I this is a highlight of my week, talking about something other than the thing that we talk about the majority of the time during the week. Same, same. <laughs> but on that note, have a fantastic night. We'll see you guys next week. See you.